Oh, she's looking at her presents. Okay, great. It's not Christmas yet. You can't open your presents. You can do whatever you want. No. Yes, you can open them. It's traditions. Just rip them all open. Just go into your parents' closet, dig through, figure out where they are. You know, shake them so they won't know. Or slide a knife under the scotch tape, pry that up, and then put it back, you know? I used to actually sneak and see what I was getting. It was always in my mom's closet, you know? And then I would know and it wouldn't be a surprise. Don't you not get something the next year if, because uh, you're naughty? Do you, you believe look? in Santa, Jimmy? How old are you? Well, 41. <laughs> if you look in the presents, you know, and don't wait till Christmas to open them, won't he put you on the bad list for he the didn't next have, year? Yeah, he didn't have like, you know, Because you're a liar. Up. He didn't see. Because you lied. He wasn't watching. Today's show is what you call a, a morality play. So this is be, this would be good for Grace since she's naughty. Ah, Christmas. That time of year when children are at their absolute worst. You see, kids have figured out that they'll get whatever they want, whether they're bad or good. So they all became spoiled turds. And action. Oh, it's so nice to see you two girls having a pleasant chat. Or is it a pleasant chat? Welcome to Los Angeles, ma'am. Live from the City of Roses. Maybe this is a good time for a little break. This is L-A-A-F. And you listening at home on your radio boxes. With Grace Faye. Grace. Instant gratification takes too long. Grace! If you like high adventure, come with me. And. Major player, Boyle. Jimmy McCammon. He's an enigma. A mystery wrapped in a riddle. He's an idiot. One and a half million in Los Angeles. If you like the stealth of intrigue, come with me. Your parents didn't want this for you. This? This is irrelevant, Your Honor. Is L-A-A-F. It's going to be a massive production. They're making fun. Come on, it's embarrassing. Christmas time. Only Here we go, everybody. Only one more door to open on the advent calendar. All the little squirrels and birds and cute little pictures and chocolates have been revealed. I found out that Advent is a Catholic. It's Catholic. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why my name's Grace Ann. I, uh, yeah, I listened to one radio show with two Catholics on it, and they're like, hey, this uh, Advent is really Catholic. And then they said that... Uh, the uh, song about the heralds singing. Hark the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth and mercy mild. And <laughs> they said that that's, uh, you know, uh, a Catholic thing and not a Santa Claus thing. And I'm like, uh, all my metaphors are mixing. Everybody. And then I looked up Christmas traditions and there's a million more I got to go through. Just I make mean, your just own. to honor all the cultures. Make your own. That's what I do. I got a pagan Christmas going. I got oh. I got Celtic signs on my tree. I got fruit. I got candy canes. Do they smoke the ganj in the pagan Christmas? Uh, yeah. That's going to be my tradition, man, because yeah. I'm smoking the gunge. Yeah. Let me just roll through. Go and pick yourself up some of the um, pure uh, hash oil. Put that on the inside of your joint this Christmas, man. Oh, delicious. Pure. P-U-R-E. I got it at the pot store. 
And if delightful. If your Christmas tree is drying out, you can always get one of those misters. And not only do you add water at the base, but you kind of spritz the edges of the branches so it stays uh, healthy longer. Don't put the hash oil in your Christmas tree, everybody. And light it up. Oh, my God. It's a brand new strain. Uh, I've got Christmas stuff coming up. I was uh, uh, looking at, uh, like I said, more of the traditions. More of those uh, artist tips after Christmas coming up. I love this segment. I want to inspire people. Or you know how, like... um, you know, maybe you're not in such good shape as an artist or whatever you're doing, you know, and Who's you're like... Who's not in good shape? No, 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 not that kind of shape. Everybody, you're fine. You're great. No, I meant artist shape. I am in bad shape as an artist. I mean, I'm not practicing my own art but, yeah. to the extent I could be, you know? Exactly. I got to carve out time for that. I got to say no to all these jobs and all these other things other people want from me. They all want me to come help them do their thing. And I've been doing it and I've been doing it. And then I'm in LA and I'm like, just like a servant. I'm not even doing what I came here to do. Taking pictures, taking a bus or a train tour of your area, researching gear and materials, different stuff like that. Stuff that you can do to follow your passion, even if you don't have no money that day, even if you don't have a a thing lined up that day, you know, an event. Uh, Keep working, everybody. Yeah. I'm not doing so good at it, man. But I'm getting better. Every single fucking day, I'm getting better. Carve out that time to, you know, to do a journal, to do an art journal, um, kind of write your thoughts. time. And and carve out that time to just sit in your body, especially as we're kind of in this vacation, stretch and and get in your body, you know, take a long bath and, and meditate and go outside and think about what you're here on the earth to do. If you're an artist, you're here to do something. You have a purpose. All that and more Christmas coming right up on LAAF, LAAF podcast. That is enough. You're embarrassing yourself. You better be good, boys and girls, or I'll beat you until blood's coming from your ears and your eyes and your mouth. Merry Christmas! And from your ass. But it's Christmas! I get whatever I want! Ding dong with you. Grace! It's Christmas, for goodness sake! She had such grace. Grace! Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, Grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Grace? Everyone's perfect just the way they are. Uh, it's National Housewife Day today. It's going to shatter the record. Restaurants and food. Candy Maybe canes. they're doing takeout. Pico de Gallo with a lot of tomato. What do you like on your nachos? Well, I had a really good sandwich the other day. There's donut day. There's nacho day. Well, you don't want too much, Grace? Culture and the environment. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. I thought you were done with being a creep. Dining and eating. Fruit this cake. is why sandwiches are what they are. Or what about a croissant? I like a more upscale nachos. She's here to guide you. Just go along and sell out, honey. Wear a cute mask. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. Is trying. No! Uh, to help. You either have Grace or you don't. All the presents have been dropped off. They've been sent out. All the Christmas cards have been sent out. And now I'm just going to enjoy myself. I am going to be singing tomorrow, Christmas Eve at 7 p.m. on Facebook Live at The Grand Birds. So we'll do an hour of Christmas songs. Do you see my favorite song? 
Uh, Grandma got run over by a reindeer? No, 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 no. I like the one that goes up. Hey, ride. Hey, I need some Christmas because I'm really, really Christmas and I want some Christmas. Yeah, yeah, totally. We'll do that one. Because I've grown a little meaner. Grown a little older. Grown a little colder. Grown a little older. And I need a little angel sitting on my shoulder. Need a little Christmas now. Yeah. Yeah. I Um, like that. It's quite peppy. Yeah, yeah. We'll do we'll do that one and we'll do some other songs. And you can request right now on the Grand Birds. Just um, pop a comment and let me know what song you want me to sing and I'll try to learn it by tomorrow or you know, practice it. Yeah, so um I'm thinking about what to wear, if I should wear just a plain red swing dress or like a plaid dress or like a velvet wiggle dress. But anyway, I'll decide. And I'm going to put some ornaments in my hair, I think. Is a wiggle dress something that is sounding dirtier to me than it actually is in real life? No, it is a wiggle dress. It's meant to, like, it's form-fitting. To be wiggled in. It's form-fitting and it shows your curves. It shows your waist and your hips. And yeah, when you walk, you wiggle. Hey, guys, I know what I'm voting on my secret ballot. So you vote today, too. Because um, because it's so tight that you can't see if Jimmy, you know, if you've ever worn like a super tight skirt where it's tight right around the knees, you can't actually part your legs and walk like a normal human being. So you have to take tiny little steps. And when you do that, like Marilyn Monroe, your hips go boom, 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 left, right, left, because you can't walk very far. Some people's it's called don't, a hobble skirt, too. Some people's don't go boom. They kind of go dink, dink. Dink, yeah. Well, just eat some more gingerbread, you know. Hey, um, Merry Christmas. We're planning our, we will be, we'll be back on Christmas morning. Um, but before then, we're going to go uh, make a dinner or something. Um, I'm, we're not really cooking much. We're going to get a honey-baked ham from the, the honey-baked ham company in Pasadena. And uh, they're going to do all the work with that. And then we're going to make scalloped potatoes and green beans or something like that, I think. Mm, pork, the other bacon. Um, I did want to talk about Los Angeles, um, about some of the other attractions in Los Angeles, like the La Brea tar pits <laughs> oh come on what <laughs> okay look i have to inform it's the number you number one destination <laughs> <laughs> if you're worried about getting cold is it like number one natural destination because the number number one must be disneyland right but you're talking about disneyland like, isn't in los angeles it's in orange county in anaheim oh oh you yeah you gotta drive like course. an hour down south and I hate when people come to Los Angeles and they only go to Disneyland. Like, I honor that. I understand there's a tradition. It's closed anyway, by the way, now. Is it still? Yeah. Yeah, everything's... Jimmy, everyone's dying out there. It's like the coronavirus is bad. People are all worried. And we drove around and did a couple little things. I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal. No we one stopped us. We did go snowboarding, us. yeah. And there were people there. We wore masks and we were outside and neither one of us can walk today. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of pain. It was really painful. I used to snowboard when I was in my 20s, and I don't recall this much pain. There was more um, just childlike glee and joy and way less physical pain. Because you're more flexible, and when you fall, it's not like... Are you saying that I've lost flexibility yes, in the I last think all 20 years? Do. Just a little, you know. <laughs> well, that's bullshit. I'd like to see someone about Aren't this. Kids bones soft or something? Who do something? you call to complain? I'm going to call I the know. doctor. Why didn't you tell me about this? Is that I was tripping all over my snowboard. I've, I've never done it. It was my first time. And I was shuffling all over and falling down and crying, basically, in frustration and sadness and running off to hide in the woods because I couldn't even handle it. And then there was like, there were seven year old children on skis zipping down the super black diamond double slopes like 
and then back up on the ski lift like no problem like when i had to get off the ski lift for the first time i was i was like no i could see <laughs> it coming terrifying. up i could see it yeah. like we were kept going up and by the way is that, that not bar the scariest part that's the scariest part though isn't it yeah and then yeah. of course i fall immediately and the guy's like get out of the way get out of the way like i'm like <laughs> yeah, they i'm just trying yell at you. <laughs> I'm tr- i can't walk there's a weird boot on both my feet and my leg is strapped one foot into the thing Anyway, it was beautiful um, in the snow, and it she was a very great. solstice She was riding that moment. snowboard. She was She's, falling was down crying. and laughing. She only I, cried a couple times. I, it was a lot of fun. So uh, the La Brea Tar Pits are right by the SAG-AFTRA building. Um, I guess they're a treasure trove of archaeological finds. Go back to work. Merry Christmas. <laughs> He's a narcissistic, egomaniacal, psychopathic man. The town malcontent. You're a very sarcastic man, aren't you? Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. He's an angry little gnome. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Always collecting a bad reputation. He's a dummy. Jimmy doesn't love comedy. Very mysterious person. Nobody seems to know anything about him. He's a very charming man. Everybody hates Jimmy. He's an idiot. Jimmy's a bad person! I don't think I'll be dating Jimmy. Look, isn't he clever? He's either getting trim, looking for trim, or having experimental surgery to stabilize his central nervous system. Oh, look, it's the guy from that thing. He got fat. Here's Jimmy. It's that time of year again. Kool-Aid man, you ready for Christmas? Yeah. It's Little John Christmas. Well, what do you want for Christmas? Socks? Uh, obscure gear. Uh, T-shirts? No, gear. Hats? Obscure Scarves? gear that no one's ever heard of. That's why I don't like getting that question. What do you want for Christmas, Jimmy? I want, uh, uh, like, what did I say this year? I had a thing I Some said to multiple people. Some kind of fancy X75, X plus 290 <laughs> Mackie mixer. Pro FX, Mackie Pro FX 16 channel mixer. Yeah. Well, we are going to debut some new equipment at the show tomorrow. <laughs> I always thought my, my dad had a dick move of giving my mom like like um, kitchen and cooking no. supplies for Christmas. No, I learned Being like, early. here's some new pot holders, honey, and have a spatula. No, like maybe. I thought that was so passive aggressive because he never did any cooking or cleaning. Maybe for you who like dabbles in the culinary arts for recreation and fun, that would yeah, be like a cool gift. cookie cutters. But not for someone. Or like Pyrex bowls. But not vintage. for someone who's already a full-time housewife. Like that's just an yeah. insult. Like yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be something personal Jewelry. that they can enjoy to themselves or something. Yeah, you know? Not yeah, like, yeah. here's something to do your daily job with. Yeah, yeah. It'd be exactly. like if someone gave me a six foot XLR. I did this one obnoxious thing. I know I'm stepping on your segment when I, I was like nine years old. But I, I want to talk about the La Brea Tar Pits more. Go okay. ahead. Go. Um, I didn't have any money because I was a child. I was eight or nine and I had two older sisters. So um, I decided that what I would do is I took from the linen closet a bar of white ivory soap because that was like back in the 80s when when we had ivory soap. That's how people wash their body. There weren't any of these like gel body wash things that everyone has now. Um, and I wrapped it in one box and then another box and then another box and then another box. And I put it in all these boxes and then I wrapped the top and put fancy ribbons. And then I was like, Merry Christmas. And I had this like evil glint in my eye and I made my older sister who were like, you know, 18 or 19 or something, unwrap it. 
and it was just a bar of soap in the middle. And I thought it was so funny because every time they took off another box, they'd be like, ooh, maybe this is it. But it was just another box. And then by then, the anticipation so high, you think it's going to be something good. And then it was something bad. Oh, no. How <laughs> big was, the, was the final box? Oh, like, it, how big was the final package? I don't know, a couple of feet. A couple feet by yeah, a couple feet? Yeah, I mean, feet. I just used the random ones we must have had around the house, but I'll never forget that. I only did that one year. I think I did it with toilet paper, too, once. Wow. Yeah, I mean, Grace you, is so sweet all the time, but sometimes she's just black-hearted. I was when I was a child, yeah. That's funny. And I still got presents. So I've, pulled that on, I've pulled that joke on somebody putting their, their small gift in a big box, but then the small gift was still was still like a good gift, you know, a legit gift. Like giving if them the crap gift as a gift adult, as that would small be thing. unkind. Yeah, I'm that making is... up for it now because I, I give bags of gifts and there's like nine gifts in there. Grace was full on Santa Claus this year. Yeah, we went on tour good. and dropped off, you know, just dropped stuff because the Covey, we just dropped With it on the their porch and then outside, ran away. at a distance. Outside, at a distance. No hugs. Well, mom wouldn't have it. She came in for the hug, but what are you going to do? I mean, well, you just turn you turn your face to yeah. the side while wearing the mask and yeah. it's okay. I put a I put a, a, a contractor garbage bag <laughs> over my body and then I hugged mom. With so. two black holes cut out in the middle. That's Halloween, Jimmy. So the cops will be after me pretty soon. So tell me about the tar pits. Uh, nobody takes those seriously. I mean, there it's is dead dinosaurs. Dinosaur bones in there and stuff, but you can't Are see them because if they're it, uh, if there be dead dinosaur bones at the bottom of the thing, you if can't see them. Um, the bones. And, and it, it, I'll take you sometime. We'll go and it'll be it'll be a romantic date. There's a museum too, and it looks like there are some fake um, Adam know, Carolla in his movie uh, went to the La Brea tar pits on a date as a joke. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah. that's how funny of a little local joke the La Brea tar pits are. In the museum, they do have skeletons of animals like saber-toothed cats, dire wolves, and mastodons. I do uh, uh, ice age fossils. I do say what I want for Christmas when people ask me, and it is obscure gear uh, every single time. But like what do you this, get? Huh? Toffee. Uh, you know, you get the same thing. You get a scarf. You get. I got a cookies, wallet. I'll chocolate definitely chip use cookies. the wall. I'll use all this stuff. But just bring on the socks. Bring on the 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 underwear. The shirt of your band. The whatever you're gonna give me is fine. Like you Make can't afford ornaments. what I really want. Right. And you you've never heard of it. Is my point. So so don't get me anything for Christmas. Bah humbug. I say. How about or, two front teeth? Obscure gear, Mackie Profex 16 channel mixer. And you greenlit that Tom fuckery? And now, listen, everybody, I, I want to make an announcement about something. The LAAF podcast presents. <laughs> today, Junior. Is today, is today even a thing? There we go. There we go. Absolutely. I mean, what is that? Today's not much of anything, it's is it? It's Festivus. It's the Seinfeld fake holiday. Ah. Frank Costanza invented this holiday, George's dad, in response to the commercialism of Christmas. Its slogan is a Festivus for the rest of us. Festivus for the rest of us. Festivus for the rest of this. And isn't there something where they beat... Oh, the airing of grievances. There's the airing of grievances, and then there's also the feats of strength, which I think is a wrestling match. 
Okay, so yeah, so every person goes around the table, and you know how at the hippie dinners you go around and you say something nice about someone else? Like, we used to do that at the cast parties at the end of a play, and everyone would be, like, crying. You only have to pick one person. But this one is the airing of grievances. Each person takes turns describing how all the others have disappointed them in the past year. Oh. So, yeah, no, you go around the table and you, you just you tell everyone how they pissed you off. Oh, I like that. This is such a small table. Well, you know, this is a table of two people. We would create some, some civil strife if we did that. Yeah. At Fest Feast of Strength, you have to wrestle the head of the household, which was Frank Costanza. And, and George hated Festivus. And it sounded like he was like was kind of traumatic for him. But then Kramer embraces it wholeheartedly. Anyway, December 23rd. Merry Festivus, everyone. And um, uh, and we won't uh, be with you tomorrow, but we'll come in and have a Christmas episode and drop that with all the Christmas clips and all the Christmas songs. Well, if you're staying at home Christmas Eve, just come watch the jazz show because then you can actually see us and, and you know, it's fun. Yeah, watch you it on... You can get drunk, too, while you do it because that's what we encourage. Watch it on the Grand Birds Facebook page. That's Grace's uh, band. And then we'll be back on Christmas morning for you. Um, but it is also National Pfeffernoose Day. Pfeffernoose? Do you know what that is? No. It has nothing to do with hanging. It's a German spice cookie with ground nuts, spices, and covered in powdered sugar. I it, don't, it's like those little white balls. I don't of. buy into any of the non-chocolate cookies. It's got to have like chocolate chips or some... Can- what about lemon gotta, bars? You like uh, lemon bars. You know. Uh, what about that Linzer cookie that your stepmom made? Oh, yeah. That yeah. was cookie of the year, which that is odd like- because a fruit cookie rarely takes cookie of the year. But yeah, this year, Carol Gold McCammon, congratulations. You have won <laughs> cookie of the year. Uh, you gave me one of those and I needed about 1,000. Um, yeah, the Linzer cookie is one where you cut it out in the shape of a star, then you cut out, or a circle, and then the other one has a hole in it, and then there's raspberry jam in between. You gotta put... They make it on the British Baking Show. A pound of butter per cookie. That, oh, yeah. I think, is the ratio she used. I could taste it in there. You can't over-butter something, people. No, Just no, put yeah. put more butter. As a rule, put more butter. Having trouble in your relationship... Put more butter, okay? (laughs) Having technical problems with your car? Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Put more butter. Oh, yeah. It keeps the gingerbread chewy instead of crispy if you put a lot of butter. Uh, Tomorrow night, December 24th, is something called, let me just look this up. It's uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah, uh, and Christmas there's some alignment Ave. with uh, Jupiter and Saturn, so the star's supposed to be sparkly oh. like it was back in the day, and the three kings came. Did anybody see that, the, the no, planets no coming together or whatever? It. No. no, it's too foggy to see, for one thing, you need and also, it just appears as two bright lights kind of close together. Everyone thought it was going to be one super gigantic megastar. And uh, have didn't faith, happen. have faith. Ha ha. Um, it is one more thing today. The next segment, I got nothing for the next segment, anyways. Krampus, the demon of Christmas. We heard someone has a birthday. And now it's time for famous birthdays on LAAF. Well, before we get to famous birthdays, I did want to say that today, December 23rd, is National Roots Day, which encourages families to delve into their family history, heritage, and ancestry. Now, remember last night, I was telling you about my Aunt Pepper, and you were laughing that her name was Pepper Crowfoot. 
Pepper Crowfoot. That's I was not aunt. laughing at all. I think that that's no, the next great Avenger. No, I haven't seen that Avenger. whole side of my family since I was young. So just, you know, for fun, I went online when you went to bed last night and I started going on Facebook and I started Googling stuff. I found these crazy freaking websites that have, that go all the way back to my great, great grandmother. It's really? just, yes. And it says who they married, where they were born. So I have relatives from wow. Quebec and Montreal. Um, they were Irish, the O'Briens, then they married something, the Barbos. They moved to Nebraska. Anyway, I w- it's, um, let me see if I can find it. But basically, all you have to do is Google that relative's name. And I reached out to my second cousin in New Zealand. They have a sheep farm there. And um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep reaching out and see if I can get in touch with this whole side of my family. I guess one of my cousins was a triathlete. And, and my great, great grandmother was like a fest. She was one of the first women to vote. And she was like a suffragette in the 20s. Wow. I would be real interested uh, to find out more about that. I mean, we, yeah, my family has a sort of similar history, but it's like in a box on paper, you know, (laughs) like that is great that some of that is digitized and you're able to pull it up. And I would love to have a conversation with Pepper Crowfoot just to see how she got through life with that name. Her real name was Pepperell. Pepperell. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You would have to, you would have to shorten that in a way. And, and then I think my great-grandma was Ludovic. Lodovic. Why isn't that? That's not really a name that people use anymore, huh? Oh, this is the website, you guys. It's called Find a Grave. It's for all dead people. Findagrave.com. No, I'm not kidding. It's amazing. It's I'm like looking a at a picture of my great-grandpa. Wow. Yeah, and it says... Okay. Where he was born, where he's buried, how long he lived, and then it has articles about that person. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. That's This um, is my grandpa. That's much cooler. David Nash Crowfoot. Yeah. He's an old-timey looking fellow in an old-timey high-collared button-up shirt, and uh, he has the haircut of the day, and he's in a sepia tone as everything was back then. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, guys. So findagrave.com if you want to get in touch on Roots Day. I'm going to check that out. I'll give you some McCammon history next time around. We're almost almost through this Christmas thing, everybody. Uh, and it's going to be New Year's, and we'll go back to like the regular audio programming, listening to normal music and all that stuff. Uh, oh, it's Eddie Vedder's birthday. Oh, yeah. So that's why I was playing some uh, Pearl Jam. Uh, well, don't call me daughter. It hey. is um, Madam C.J. Walker's birthday. I don't know if y'all um, checked out that movie Self Made with Octavia Spencer, um, but she was a pretty amazing woman born today. She was born Sarah Breedlove in Louisiana in 1867. Uh, what did she do? Give me the lowdown on C.J. Walker. Give me the elevator She was speech. one of the first black women to become a total millionaire. She was an entrepreneur, Whoa. a philanthropist, a patron of the arts, and a political activist. And she did that at the end of the 1800s. Wow. Yeah. And, and the movie's great. Um, it kind of covers it all. Yeah. You know, all those revolutions, you know, began with somebody being like, yeah, I can. What are you talking about? I can't because I'm this. Like, right. yeah, I can. F you. Um, there was, uh, oh, who was getting a law degree? It was the, it was the, uh, the, the, the demonized uh, right wing character in Miss, Miss America, Mrs. America. Um, feminist issues come up all the time on the show, so I'm always citing Mrs. America. 
you know, but she was going to go Phyllis Schlafly. She was going to go get a law degree. Right. And people were trying to tell her she shouldn't. And her husband didn't want her to because that's not what a Sounds woman like does. Sounds like my parents, yeah. And it's like, wow, you're even on the other side of this. But basically, your attitude is like, yeah, I can. I can get a law degree. I've already proved myself to be smarter than most of the dudes who do it. So, F you. You know, but it's an individual with that FU attitude, you know, and then goes and bees the first one. And uh, so, hey, everybody, LAAFers have an FU attitude. And Tiffany Haddish is also in. FU. Whoa. Come on. That's rude, Jimmy. Come on, everybody. Get in the spirit of love and brightness. You know, hey, it was solstice, so the lights are turning, guys. I do have to say, you know, things seem down, but um, the days will start getting longer from here. And it's a metaphor for what could happen in our lives. So let's keep a positive attitude. Uh, it's dark days, but uh, the days will get brighter. L-A-A-F-U. Jimmy's business manager embezzled some money and took off to Mexico. Santa won't help me. Santa hates me. And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the hood... Uh, Vincent van Gogh cut off his left ear with a razor on this day in 1888 after an argument with fellow painter Paul Gauguin and sends it to a prostitute for safekeeping. Ah! Wait... Don't did, you remember hearing about that? And then he did the self-portrait with only one ear. Have you seen... He was poor and crazy. Have you still seen... But gifted. We have a Van Gogh in our bathroom. There's a great Photoshop out there of Van Gogh with his good ear facing, you know, the perspective or the camera or whatever. Uh-huh. Mask hanging off the good ear. Oh. And, a, and a glum look on his face like, I can't get the mask on the other ear, obviously, because it's gone. Very funny. Very clever Vincent Van Gogh joke. Uh, five ways to take care of your grace mentioned in the last segment she brought up mental health you know and i already had this article that i was looking at five ways to take care of your mental health during the holidays and i shall tell you how each of these ways are bullshit before (laughs) before you give to friends and family this year make sure to prioritize your mental well-being Oh, yeah. Van Gogh was, he came from a middle-class family, but he did suffer from psychotic episodes and delusions. Yeah. And so he often neglected his physical health, and he didn't eat properly, and he drank heavily. Remember I told you about my my uh, uh, horrible meth episode in my youth? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, 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 I uh, pierced my own ear during that episode. Oh, my God. Yes. You're like Van Gogh. I don't know what it is about wanting to mutilate your ears oh, while, no, you're on a, no. while you're on a manic episode, but yeah, there you go. Um, this episode is getting away from me uh things like find some purpose when faced with stress and lots of free time it's important to try and give some structure to your day when depressed and alone it's easy easy to spend all day lying in bed doing nothing this article is depressing me more than i was already it has such suggestions as finding purpose making time for self-care but see that's the problem They tell you to make time for self-care, and then your idea of self-care is to lie down in bed all day. (laughs) I mean, I I wouldn't mind a day like that, actually. Oh, I don't know if I could take it. I got to do something. Doesn't it make you happier to do something? If you can, if you can bring yourself to, you know, have have a good therapist and have some trusted friends. 
Yeah, yeah. It's a good time to seek therapy, you know? They have these little online ones, you know? Everybody's kind of doing it by Zoom. It's 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 more affordable than ever. Nothing wrong with that at all. Remember, everyone's all messed up. Um, it, it's not the way social media portrays it. Like, I only post positive things on my social media, but I experience depression and sadness and angst and don't know what I'm doing with my life, just like everybody else, you know? And so... Don't don't get in, trapped in that feeling of everybody's doing better than I am because nobody's doing that well. <laughs> no. Um, but hey, in 1954, the first human kidney transplant was performed in uh, Boston, Massachusetts by Joseph E. Murray. Um, so that's kind of an amazing thing. That was actually the premise of that, that um, Christmas movie, Last Christmas. Basically, she needed a heart transplant. And then the whole point of the movie was that she was seeing the ghost of the guy who'd given his heart to her. So give someone a kidney for Christmas if they need it. Didn't you? Did you see that sign on the um, freeway on ramp? I did see that. Said, yeah, someone local is kidney needed. Someone local is uh, seeking a kidney. I mean, and wow. uh, they're doing it with you like with signs. I also saw them standing them, on the overpass uh, over the uh, 134 and like waving and having a huge sign. So well, I mean, I hope to they save get someone's some, life. Yeah. yeah, I hope they get some traction. That's hard. I have a, a friend who is on a list to you know get a kidney, and it's just like you sit and you wait and you pray, and they treat it in the All meantime, the so they try to buy you time. You know, uh, with this is uh, talking about kidney failure. You know, of course. Um, and a lot of people. I think you no. It says you do get paid. You do get paid a thousand to ten thousand for your kidney. Because you only need one. Oh yeah. But but then there's this uh, whole thing where you can't sell organs because that would be really dark. Yeah, people would they be do doing sell it out them of on desperation. the black market. Well, I yeah, mean, you've seen market. scary movies. They like kill people and. Yeah, just go to www.blackmarketorgans.com and you can buy whatever you want. Ew, it's Jimmy. A, it's a list. Of, it's a series of drop-down menus. You know. Oh my goodness! This no, this isn't funny. Okay. <laughs> In 1986, after nine days and four minutes in the sky, the experimental aircraft Voyager lands at Edwards Air Force Base. On December 23, 2009, Richard Heen, who carried out a hoax in which he told authorities his six-year-old son Falcon had floated off in a runaway saucer-shaped helium balloon, was sentenced to 90 days in jail in Fort Collins, Colorado. Wait, I when did that, that happen? 2009. Right. This balloon was his whole boy. thing. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to be the next uh, little boy stuck down the well story. But, but the boy was like hidden, hidden in the house or something like that. Well, he was sort of a part of it. I mean, they just used his name. He was never in any danger, which was, of course, a relief to everyone. In the end, the greatest snowball isn't a snowball at all. It's fear. Merry Christmas. Okay, first of all, why do you name your son Falcon? If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live. From the LAAF Podcast Studios, this L-A-A-F-U. is Breaking News. Breaking News. Breaking News. Well, it's interesting you mentioned the balloon boy who was actually just hiding in the attic. It reminds me 
of this story that just happened in Sacramento. Actually, a man on a powered parachute dressed as Santa got stuck in a power line and had to be rescued. They had to turn off the uh, electricity for 200 homes and uh, get up there with the Sacramento fire trucks and get the poor Santa down. I guess he flies around all the time on this powered parachute, uh, but uh, this is the first time he was wearing a Santa suit. Uh, it would be really scary to be stuck up in a power line, like, on the pole. Poor guy. He was just trying to deliver candy canes. So maybe not a good day for flying around in the air in strange strange objects, you know? No. And we have to remember, of course, that the sleigh and the reindeer, uh, you know, since they have not been properly f- vetted by the FCC or... No, no, no. I mean, the... Aeronautic, the A, the Aeronautics and Space Administration, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Yes, of course. Yes. Then that is officially an unidentified flying object, or else it would have an identification. Rudolph is an alien. And an identification number. It's not to say Rudolph's an alien. If you throw a banana through the air and no one says that's a banana, that's an unidentified flying object. You see what I'm saying here? You see my logic? You're very logical. Not every unidentified flying object is a spacecraft or a flying saucer. And um, Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, some stuff's happening in breaking news. They've got this whole stimulus package ready to go, but now Trump's saying he wants more oh. for the um, the one-time payment. So he's now agreeing with the Democrats. So Nancy Pelosi's excited, but they were just about to pass it. And now but the now fact he that he pops it? up out of nowhere, he's been completely MIA, like at golfing and whatever, all month. And now he's, he's extending pardons to his buddies and he's popping up and saying, oh, yeah, actually it would look good. Good if I asked for what? maybe you guys should get more money. But, uh, you what? think? Uh, yeah. Now you're a Democrat. Well, Just get out of there, <laughs> asshole. There's a timeline on that. It's happening January 20th. What's your hurry? Why, you know, and and besides, it would be advent calendar to count down till he's gone. It would be pretty funny. It would be pretty funny if Trump somehow got everybody more money. It'd be great. And they knew it and just because he wanted to be a stubborn jerk. I mean, if he's going to fight with them, it's just because he wants to be a dick to them. Well, well, he no, so he wants not? to he wants to look good on his way out. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a good too. idea. His advisors are telling him to do it. Wow. As long as it doesn't <laughs> stall everything, I'm totally down for more money. I want the 300 extra every week for unemployment and the 2000. I agree with you, Grace. Go Trump. No! You just said you wanted him to accomplish Go what away, he was trying Trump. to do. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, it's Christmas. <laughs> and U.S. layoffs remain elevated as 108... Uh, 100... 800... <laughs> This isn't funny. People are dying. I can't read. And they're as, unemployed. I can't read or speak is the funny part. Oh. And this is a this is a, ostensibly an audio program. Um, yeah, U.S. layoffs remain elevated as eight hundred and three thousand seek jobless aid in COVID ravaged economy. Uh, but Pfizer is going to supply the U.S. with an additional one hundred million COVID nineteen vaccine doses, and everybody's down to get the vaccine that I've run into anyways. Oh, no, I guess a couple of, like, hippie types, you know, and anti-vaxxer types. But if we get most people to get it, we'll be pretty good. We'll be looking pretty good. 
The number one reason for cannabis consumption given was to get a better night's sleep, followed by general wellness with Just for Fun coming in third. I'm going over the cannabis gifts becoming the hot 2020 trend. Well, do you know Martha Stewart has a CBD line? Yeah. Pate de fruit. Martha kicks it with Snoop, featured on the show today, by the way. And uh, how could you not, you know? Snoop's going to share his, uh, his magical concoctions with her. They're buddies. Yeah, she's got her own line, though, of these gummies. And um, the, she's got black raspberry, all these nice flavors. And she's bragging in this New York Times article about how many she can do, basically. She's like, I pop 20 of them and feel okay, but some of my friends do, too, and feel really high. <laughs> she's a total stoner yeah. she goes we sat next to each other for seven hours in the roast of Justin Bieber in 2015 Snoop must have smoked 10 giant fat blunts and I inhaled all that smoke I felt really good yeah yeah it's enjoyable but if you have no tolerance you know if you you know and if you have a if you find your tolerance building up you'd be surprised if you take a day or two or a week or whatever off and don't smoke that stuff just makes me sleepy uh, the edibles yeah oh indeedy yeah, I They're don't know powerful, about that. Maybe if I you want to sleep all day. I ruined myself on... Or at night. I ruined myself on edibles because uh, uh, I made my own one year, and they were very powerful, and uh, I haven't found any edibles after that that was that were as powerful. Oh, no, yeah. Wow. Everything's dosed out. I've never experienced the miracle of little light bulbs on a string before. And Councilman Herb Wesson on what replacing LAPD in non-emergencies would mean. He says, I think we have an opportunity to reimagine what public safety is all about. I also believe that as we are reimagining how to connect people with the services that they need, there might be a role at some point where you'd have to call in the police department. Um, so this is uh, Herb Wesson on the city council sort of imagining uh, how they're going to work this whole like uh, transfer of funding into social services instead of the police department due to the, you know, due to the defund the police demonstrations that happened here over the summer. So uh, he says the world is cracked open and you have uh, you all have the opportunity to be courageous and do something different in the city of Los Angeles. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that was Dr. Molina Abdullah, co-founder of Black Lives Matter L.A. All right. Um, so yeah, all of these things, and also to be honest, I think it's kind of a, I think it's kind of you know a mainstream, you know, administration incoming into the White House and federal politics, blah blah blah. But you know, people do have an opportunity there too, you know, as like a libertarian leaning guy, but for robust social programs. I hope that that helps out. You know, I hope that stuff leans more toward. We've got this. Uh, this uh, aid package coming in to relieve people for the COVID. You know, I hope the schools get back to work. Uh, I hope that small businesses get aid because if if nothing is left after this except for big corporations and no small businesses, um, that'll take a long time to rebuild. And I don't think we want to live in a society that looks like oh, that no. anyways. You can't stop the small businesses. I hope um, not. Hey, thanks everybody for liking us on Facebook. Um, we've started a Facebook page as well as our Facebook group. So that's at LAAF Podcast, I believe. Yes. And then... Um, well, our SoundCloud listens rocketed up. Like yeah, someone, thanks, guys. Yeah, we, uh, I am uh, in touch with my buddy, Steve Joyner, uh, who invited us into his group with some other podcasts. Uh, January is going to go off because 
It's going to be um, me going on other people's shows, other people coming on our show. It's going to yeah, be... Yeah, Jimmy uh, got hooked up with this publicist who's feeding him all these great actors. So stay tuned, guys, because in January, we've got a bunch of great interviews coming up. Um, we're also going to cover some other um, wonderful L.A. monuments like Rodeo Drive and the true story behind Santa Monica Pier. Yeah. And talk about, you know, the cliches about California, veganism, <laughs> things like that, and see if they really are real. Uh, everybody's a surfer. There's palm trees everywhere um, yeah we'll talk about all that stuff uh, follow us on LAAF podcast on Twitter and also on Instagram and join our group at LAAF podcast hangout whatevs on Facebook and uh, we'll see you tomorrow uh, for the Christmas show on the Grand Birds on Facebook oh yeah the Grand Birds Christmas show um, it's all it's all Christmas songs it's all jazz it's all Grace singing uh, we got some new gear to do it with I'm really excited about that and um, and it's going to be a good time. And uh, all of our supporters, you know, we wouldn't be able to have the new gear. We wouldn't be able to continue like making the podcast better all the time without the supporters. You know, it's uh, it's just uh, uh, them kicking in a little bit every month. And if you want to kick in a little bit every month, that's over at patreon.com slash LAAF. And uh, we have fun here. And also everybody else who does a friggin' podcast right now that I like is on friggin' vacation. Okay, so there's no good podcasts. We'll see you on Christmas morning. Um, yeah, we'll be here on Christmas morning and uh, we'll unwrap presents on the show. I'm oh. saving all my presents because I know. Okay, that- and we'll do unboxing videos too and put yes. them up on our, our things. And I know that only the naughty kids look at their presents like Grace and like <laughs> take the butter knife and slide it under the <laughs> tape and try and look and peek and weigh. I'm being good because I want Santa to, to come back yeah, next just year. just shake it and, and feel it really through the wrapping and you can kind of find out what it is. Yeah, um, so... <laughs> uh, so, uh, oh yeah, and thanks to, uh, to my family for hanging out. You know, mom, dad, you know, Carol. Uh, and thanks to the Wongs, Jeff and Jamie, OG, like when two people... We opened your present early and we got, they sent us balsamic Don't vinegar and olive oil. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited to eat a salad today. Yes. Uh, ever since only two pe- people had been listening to the podcast at all, um, it was Jeff and Jamie. And we just reached like over 700 listens this week on SoundCloud. And so thank you. Thank you for getting us started. Thank you for sending us gifts. Merry Christmas. Uh, and we'll see you, us and Santa, we'll see you on Christmas. Hi there, LAAFers. Hmm. You've probably noticed that all of our commercials are fake. That's because we get all of our support from you, the listener. Sign up today and get all the exclusive membership benefits for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash LAAF. We'll have to suspend your membership. With the extra cash, I could finally afford bone broth. Uh, So shines a good deed in a weary world.